This episode of the PC Perspective Podcast is brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price, because everyone deserves a great night's sleep. Get $50 off any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash PCPer and enter code PCPer. Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 399. See, and we don't have Josh here. So oh. Uh, I'm Ryan Shrout. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. That's I'm Ryan Shrout. I'm Jeremy Helstrom. I'm Alan Momentano. And I'm Sebastian Peake. Uh, and there is no Josh. Josh is uh, on location in Austin, Texas. There is no Josh, only Zool. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, he's learning about some things from ARM. So he'll be back to report to us next week. I don't know when the NDAs are from all that stuff. But his, uh, his third arm. Reportist. I don't look. Okay. I hope he's not reporting on that. I don't. I don't really want to read that story. Uh, uh, what What happened to my computer? You broke it. Uh, oh, cool. I'm running a, a scan in the background. That Which computer? Oh, perfect. The one the, you need or not? The one I need. Oh, yeah. cool. And I, apparently, I just closed Chrome. So we'll just move on from here. We should have uh, performing surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, what the hell happened? He broke it. Ryan broke the computer. I broke the whole thing. It didn't take it very long. It just started the show. Yep. Hopefully I've got it so it brings up all the tabs. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. This is, uh, we talk about geometric shapes. Uh, we talk about geo prisms, uh, the vehicles. We talk about long cubes. Uh-huh. And we also sometimes talk about computer hardware, uh-huh. uh, which is really what we'll focus on. What's computer besides just a rectangular prism? Well, I That's mean, true. all computers are doing, especially when we get to talk about 3D, we're all talking about 3D shapes. We're talking right? about triangles. I've, lear- I've, I've learned about graphics cards for 20 years, and I've never heard any of those shapes called prisms. Uh, right? Okay. The thing on well, your shirt yesterday was a prism. If they that were was static. a prism. The thing on my shirt yesterday. On your Pink Floyd shirt Pink Floyd yesterday. Shirt. yesterday was a prism. Yes. So are you a stoner now, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> so I wore. So if, if our listeners of the podcast, if you go back and you check out uh, the video that we did on the 1080 preview, yeah, right? the GTX 1080. Uh, I just happened to wear my Pink Floyd shirt that day, and Ryan had placed the triangle from the Power of Ten thing on the oh, desk. Yeah. And it's like it's literally the exact same size. It's the exact <laughs> it's, same size as the it's, triangle on my shirt. So yeah, it's, yeah it, it, it was it, pretty cool. We should mm-hmm. not have done that. Uh, if you want to uh, uh, watch us record the show live, we do so on uh, what Wednesday. is it? Wednesdays, Wednesday. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific at pcper.com slash live. If you need a reminder, I'm just going to sit here and try to open up Chrome 100,000 times. Um, I guess I'll just restart this machine and we'll just go. Yeah, you might go. just want to do that. Um, so if you go to pcper.com slash subscribe, you get a little web page. Let me just grab it for you. Visualize this. <laughs> it is pcper.com. Alan will just edit this in. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Just visualize pcper.com, but where the articles normally go, uh-huh. there's a place to put your name and your email address and a submit button. Uh-huh. And when you do that, you get signed up for our mailing list. We send you notifications about uh, when we're doing live streams, uh, which, which, is what, which is what we're doing now. Uh, so like right now. Make sure you sign up for that. Uh, also, uh, imagine, if you will, a page on Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash PCPer. Uh-huh. It is a place. It's a really cool, it's a really cool uh, platform, I guess I would call it in general, where uh, users can directly support the creators of uh, content that they enjoy, whether it be music or books or writing or websites or videos like we, like we do here. Let's see. Restore pages. What could go wrong? And, uh, did, did you oh, look at that. Crashed on you. Did you oh, start yeah. the application? Oh, I did not. Uh, yeah, he's got to start the, the desktop 
presenter. I've got to present. And now you should see hey. it. Hey. You don't have to imagine I don't what know the what Patreon button that page is. Hey. looks like. This is what it is. Um, and if you want to, to, to contribute to us, if you like the show, if you like the podcast, if you like the reviews we do, the website, all that type of stuff, you can go here. Uh, sign up for a recurring monthly contribution. It could be a dollar. It could be a thousand dollars. Anywhere in between. It's really totally up to you. Uh, we've got a cool little video on here that talks about why we are, are asking for support. You can see like how the, the old PC perspective looked. And um, anybody who makes a contribution or updates their contribution increases Dur- it during, during the, the live stream yep. of the podcast. I will read your name off. Uh, Ryan will read whatever you put in <laughs> whatever for you your name. Whatever you put in your name, I will read on the live stream. He will read. Um, Unless if, it's prism themed. If it, well, if it has, if it has prism themed. Yes, prism <laughs> themed. If it has direct cursing, I probably won't read it. True. But if it has like, you know, double entendre, I'll, mm-hmm. I will still read it. Especially if it alludes to me, apparently. Especially if it alludes to Ken. Yep. But look, I can only read what people submit. Yep. To be fair, right? <laughs> Uh, so, okay. People have waited long enough. Let's actually get to, uh, the content that people are, are here for the, the content itself. Let's talk about the GTX 1080, uh, in GTX 1070 last Friday, NVIDIA had an event. They had a live stream, uh, uh, where they officially announced the often rumored long leaked GTX 1080 graphics card. Yep. Um, we actually have one sitting right here in front of right us. There. We're allowed to show it and all that type of stuff. So there it is. Uh, it's based on Pascal. It is, uh, this one, is this 14 or 16? I'm what? getting them mixed up. Nanometer. I, I, this oh, is 16. 16. Yeah. 16. This one's 16? Yeah. And the yeah. AMD is going to be 14? I think. That's what they're saying. I can't remember which one is made at which now. It is, even though, it is they're, a, even it is they're a, made at the same place? 16 is TSMC. Who was making the NVIDIA GPU? Okay. Oh, okay. That's so fine. it's it's FinFET. It's it's the next process node technology down. Yep. Uh, actually, I'd say it's actually two generations of process node technology. Yeah, because they kind of skipped the last. One. We've been at twenty eight forever. It mm-hmm. seems like uh, twenty was kind of a cluster uh, in terms of availability and performance. We went straight to sixteen FinFET, and the result is pretty pretty impressive, uh, both in terms of what they're uh, allowed to offer or what they can offer. Uh, I'm missing a page here. Let me go back and, and find the right article page. Um, so TDP on this guy is like, what, 180? So the TDP is 180 watts, uh-huh. which is slightly is that more than the 980. The 980 was 165. Right. The 980 Ti is 250. Mm-hmm. So Kind of falls in the middle, but closer to Those are to both the, based on Maxwell. Closer to the 980. Yeah, it's closer to the 980. It's yep. got a single 8-pin power connector. You can see, I mean, if you want to see the visuals of the design, we've got some pictures here on the website, right? It looks exactly like all the leaked pictures we've seen in terms of the very angular design, a very similar uh, uh, design itself in terms of it's a blower-style cooler. Um, it's got the same display port or display output configurations, a DVI, an HDMI, and three display ports. Um, but we now know specifications. We know that it has 2,560 CUDA cores. We know that it has a base clock of 1,607 megahertz. Which is high. Which is very high. It has a boost clock of 17.33. I'm sorry. 1,733 megahertz. 1.733 gigahertz. It has 8 gigs of memory that is GDDR5X. It's a 256-bit interface, but because of its GDDR5X performance, it's running at 320 gigabytes per second. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it has a 180-watt listed uh, power update with one 8-pin power connection. 
the GTX 170, I'm sorry, 1070. GTX 1070 by comparison, which will be the next step down, mm-hmm. is um, they didn't mention, I guess they didn't really say how many CUDA cores it had, did they? Oh, no, I don't think they broke that down. They just list 6.5 teraflops, uh, while the 1080 has is listed at 9 teraflops. Uh, so a significant cut. It's a significant cut. Yeah. It yeah. is. 8 gigs of GDDR5, not GDDR5X. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like NVIDIA's uh, abbreviation for this now. They're just calling it G5 or G5X. So I'm going to start doing that going forward. Is it a Logitech mouse? Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, whatever works. Um, now, so about pricing, the GTX 1080 will have a base MSRP of 599 It will have a, quote, founder's edition for 699 We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, the GeForce GTX 1070 We'll have a base MSRP of 379 with its founder's edition being 449 right? And again, if you look at this picture with Jensen and the, and the slides behind him, he actually, the 1070 has the same kind of cooler aesthetics, at least. Whether or not it's made of the same materials or whatever, I, I don't really know so yet. So it sounds like the pricing is roughly proportional to the Gigaflops performance uh, just see, 900 to 600 versus 65. I mean, I don't know. It seems it's reasonable yeah, to me in terms yeah. of its cut. I will say, before we get into all the debate about... Um, Founders Edition and all that stuff. We'll save that towards the end. The 599 price point and the 379 price points are pretty aggressive, especially that GTX 1070 at 379. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Once cards are shipping for that price. Yeah, so, yeah. I said we get to that to the end. It's yeah. like $50 higher than the last generation, though. Uh, I think the, the 980, 980 was 550. It's, it was 549. It's $50 so. higher than the 980. But the, the previous generation that. What did the 970 launch? I thought it was like 330. Yeah, I something like 330. I want to say it was like three forty nine, maybe. Okay. So it's within it's within it's within reach. So they are still creeping up a bit. Uh, yeah. Keep in mind that both of these cards will be faster than a nine eighty Ti or Titan X. Yeah. Even the ten seventy. Even the ten seventy that sells for three seventy nine will be faster. Will be faster than a nine eighty Ti. That's embarrassing. To some degree, right? <laughs> it's just um, crazy. So this confirms, you know, that none of these GPUs are going to use HBM. Um, that's kind of for the big. Compute-based GP100 GPU. Yep. Um, they you might about, call the 1080 Ti. Just to, maybe just, if just if, they could, <laughs> if they if uh, they continue down the the pattern that they had with the with the 900 series, they would do that. Be the 1080X. Um, they also uh, showed new SLI connectors. They've got those here. Um, they're called the SLI HB bridge. They put, have double the bandwidth compared to Maxwell, so we'll have more information on that eventually as well. Um, I did see, I will mention here just because I saw a news post where I performed it live on overclock3d.net. Oh, is that where that went up? I think so. Uh, where there was an EVGA support rep in a forum quoted it saying that the GTX 1080 will only support two way SLI. Yes. So whether or not that affects you, like if that's true. So that means those bridges only, that's just like the. That's just spacing. That's the two, three, or four slot spacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for two cards. Yeah, because yeah, I had heard rumors on some website somewhere that you might only be able to use two at a time. Well, if you look, so we compared, we just sat like a 980 Ti right next to the 1080, and the connectors themselves are the same, mm-hmm. but the idea is that those bridges probably are just connecting both. Right. Like, we don't have those bridges in yet, so we couldn't no. even say for sure. But I would imagine if they said they're doubling the bandwidth, right, and if you combine that with the fact that you can only do two-card SLI, that makes sense that the bridge would just do what it used to do to be able to enable four-way SLI or three-way SLI where, you know, one card was using both of those halves of the connector to right. go to different other cards. Sure. Now you just yeah. have, you, now you can only just go to the other GPU. 
and you're using both yep. to do that, right? I'd assume the theory here is it's like support for higher resolutions, higher bandwidth. Yeah. Copies over that is, is probably what that's for. It'll be interesting what the reaction is. If it's true that it only supports two-way SLI, what the reaction yeah. is. It is yeah. a rumor at this point. But this but. isn't the product that people would be buying <clears throat> three of necessarily. Uh, no. Yeah, you might assume that would be like the 1080 well, Ti. Yeah, like or, you would go to the highest end GPU before you started adding three. three of them. Yeah, in theory, you're not wrong. People I did think it's do important three-way for us to understand but. this. Wait, Alan and I had this discussion. Yeah. Do you think what percentage of GeForce users that exist use SLI? I would 20. guess twenty percent. Huh. I no, would no. guess. No. I would guess two percent. If you think of I oh no, I, I wasn't thinking of GeForce users. I was thinking of like. 980 owners. I was thinking GeForce oh, users. If you think okay, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. 960 and above yeah. 900 series, would you say one out of 50 cards goes into a multi-GPU configuration? That's one out probably, of 50 owners fair, goes into one. Right. I, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. And then think of what the percentage must be if you go to three or four-way solutions. That's even and, lower. And the QA of that becomes the issue, right? Yeah. So if, if, that's, if that's in fact what they decided to do... That will be why, and and we'll have official wording from them. I it's kind of disappointing. This like you won't see the four yeah. GPUs with the, with, with the crazy water yeah. blocks like stuff. Yeah. You, won't, you won't see that anymore. Yeah, I agree. We'll, we'll see. Um, so all these are going to go on sale on May twenty seventh. The ten eighties, uh, the ten seventies will be on sale on June tenth. So there's a there's a little bit of a gap there. Now let's try to get into um, the ones that are on sale will be founders edition. What what that even means, yes. right? So um, they list five ninety nine MSRP for the GTX ten eighty and six ninety nine for the Founders Edition. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can tell, and this is actually you know confirmed info from Nvidia at this point, that is a Founders Edition. That card, Founders Edition, is essentially what we previously knew as the Reference Edition. Yep, formerly known as Reference Card. What 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 Nvidia put out with the 980 980Ti, it looked very similar to this in terms of its design and the cooler and the blower mm-hmm. design and everything, was um, Reference Design. Yep. Now it's called Founders Edition. Gives a little bit fancier name. It's a little bit ritzing it up. And they're selling it. Uh, the, Nvidia will be selling it directly, but so will partners. Yes. EVGAs, Asus, MSIs, whoever, they will sell cards that look just like that, that maybe have a different sticker or maybe not um, a- but, as but, Founders Editions. But would they be selling them at the Founders Edition price for, for NVIDIA? Yes, they would. They will all be... Really? Yes. Anything that has that cooler will have that price. An extra 100 bucks. Yeah, will be six ninety nine. An extra 100 bucks for a blower-style cooler? It's odd, right? I'm not going to... I, you know, I can't, I can't really defend it at this point because so... Because like an ACX3 cooler or whatever is probably going to work better than that. And, yeah, and you're telling me that would potentially be on a card that's hundred dollars cheaper. So here's here's Nvidia's justification for it. Right, is they claim to be using higher end uh, components, right? Higher quality components, high high quality materials in the cooler, okay. like board components. So better chokes and right. stuff like that. They're and... not binning GPUs. They're not setting it higher clocks. Like these cards are going to run at reference clock speeds. Okay. Or I don't even know if they call them reference clock speeds. Founders clock speeds. Founders I don't, clock I don't know if that's – they've never actually I used that term. I think it's still a reference but, for that. <laughs> uh, but, but the, the idea is – so here's, here's the positive way of thinking about it. A, a, NVIDIA wants to sell this card, but they don't want to compete against their partners. So okay. they're going to price it higher than it needs to be right. in order to give EVGA and ASUS and MSI – room at the 599 to 699 range to 
put out their own products. Okay. Right? Now, the negative to all this is that when these first go on sale, that's all you're going to be able to find. Yep. I would guess for probably two weeks at best, that's all you'll be able to find. Maybe you'll find pre-orders for other ones like EVGAs, ACX 2.0 or 3.0 coolers, whatever. Some people Um, will probably do pre-orders on the same day, I would imagine. They may. They may. But in terms of like instant, immediate availability, they're all going to be Founders Editions. I mean, they're all going to be $6.99. And I've already had people like in our video preview question like, well, how when you review this card, when you like give your price per performance summary of this card – what do, do you, you base use? it on the six ninety nine price, or do you base it on the five ninety nine price? And that's actually a legitimate concern, right? Because on one hand, I want to use the five ninety nine price because I I believe after talking with AIBs that you will see cards at five ninety nine that will also perform the same. Yeah, they will be at least as fast right. as that card. Hmm. Um, but I would, I, say, but I, I don't know that yet. You might have to just use both initially. Yeah, if you calculate a price performance, give but, both numbers. But if any, but I mean, if this card is six ninety nine, then that card is six ninety nine, and if I'm, that card's going to be six ninety nine forever, from every partner with that cooler, then yeah. you have to you have to judge it at six ninety nine. I'm just still baffled that like that card with that cooler, but from a partner, is still the same price. Like that just well, they weren't going to let partners sell it cheaper. It? Yeah, why would they let them sell it cheaper? If, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Well, because then they're still competing with the partners, but and it's, not the ex- at a it's higher literally price. the exact same product. I get at it. that point, right? I get it. Yeah. So, so it, and like the board component thing is confusing because the first batch of custom coolers usually have the Nvidia board, anyways, because they don't have enough time. to I spend don't think that's board. the case. These are all uh, everything that's not a founder's edition will be a virtual design, which is PCB refresh from them. Mm-hmm. Oh, their own placement. Now, okay. they, they could just copy it. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. They, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure NVIDIA provides this, some kind of the reference, reference design, design, right? It <laughs> says, here's, here's how you do this. They provide a founder's design with which you can base the foundation. Maybe that's what that's about. They could just, you base the foundation of your new GPU on. But they again, just, it, it's, they could just copy it it's all like, kind of screwed up. I mean, thing. the pessimistic part of me says this is just a money grab they're trying to get an extra hundred bucks out of everybody who wants to get in early to the 1080 <laughs> i still feel like maybe new out. process node they might not have the best availability it's, so they're trying possible. to get a hundred dollars out in the beginning yeah. when they can that it's is true possible. it will, it will reduce case. demand slightly but i i still have a feeling that i still think they're seeing i still yeah, yeah i still think they're gonna sell a lot even the founders edition oh yeah oh yeah so i so i don't for know people who are pre-ordering that it's not going to make any difference because it's not based on cash it's based on i want it yeah yeah i think that's true and and it as a as a reviewer and as a gamer and as a consumer that sucks to think that they're just making a hundred dollars more just because yeah you know just because i'm eager to get it but i mean it's business it's yeah it's as long as a year down the road sales like they don't as long as a year down the road they don't offer this founder's edition shroud as a dlc for 120 dollars yeah, right. It's like the day one edition of your Xbox, right? Yeah, it literally. But did is. I pay more for it? No, you I didn't. didn't. <laughs> right? Like, and like the the Kickstarter. Well, you did because well, in six months the price went down pretty I did, dramatically. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I even at the higher price though, I think price performance is still going to look good. I mean, it'll probably it look good, but it won't be as good. It won't be as good as it I mean, a hundred dollars is a hundred dollars, yeah. right? Yeah. So it'll be the fastest GPU that exists, clearly. Right, especially at that price. But the but the if you base this on the assumption that there will be a GTX 1080 uh, Ti, right, right, then will they do the same thing? <laughs> will it be 699 base, 799 
Founders Edition, uh, or maybe like six forty nine, seven forty nine, or what? Like you, 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 you just see it waterfalling down into yeah. The reference is just going to be a hundred dollars more now. Maybe well, it'll back. Only sell half of them. They're obviously not going to do it. They right. So a it, good chunk of them. If it were to backfire on them, then. Yeah. But I don't. I just don't foresee that. There's so much pent up excitement for oh. new GPUs for both Nvidia and AMD that like. Right. I don't think there's going to be a problem selling it. And I don't think AMD will have a problem selling Polaris, whatever it turns out to no, be. No, they probably won't either. But it, when, I, when there's a 1080 Ti, can we block out the T on it so we have a GTX 1080i? <laughs> it only does every other. You have to put them in SLI. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get actual SLI. Sebastian, you were going to say something? I, I think the, the issue that I see with this is just that they literally held up, Jensing held up a card and said, this card is 599 And the audience goes crazy. Yep. And you're holding up a $699 card. You are presenting AIBs with the opportunity to sell one for 599 which is just a suggested price. You look at companies like EVGA that have probably the most like different tiers. You have like the super clocked and the ACX 2.0 and then the ACX super clocked and the super, super clocked SSC yeah. models and there's going to be different prices out there from the re- from the non-reference designs, and what if they are if they're a strong seller? What's the impetus going to be to actually sell these for five ninety nine? There's going to be like a six hundred and forty nine dollar model and a six seventy nine dollar model, and there's I, going to be a twin frozer four cooler model, and yeah, I agree that part of it is the fact that they they showed the five ninety nine price. But the first one available is six ninety nine. Yeah. I just, so I does know. that really count as five ninety nine? A month from now, just, I'd like to know just, if there is even a single model that you can buy for five ninety nine. I think there. I, I think. I think there will be, but there Maybe. won't be nearly as many. Yeah. Right. And I. I yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of how this was done, but you know, I don't. What do I get? Uh, Sebastian, you did post uh, like our first leak out of a, uh, a custom cool design. And what a design it is. <laughs> <laughs> Make a box it, that looks kind of like it. It looks like they went back to the GTX 680, like the OEM Actually, that does look models. like a 680 cooler. Yeah, M- may- m- Maybe the $100 is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's inside a case and you don't have a side panel, like sure. Who, like who cares sure. at that point? Yeah. Exactly. But that's a really ugly card. Look at that box. What's going on with that box? That's the um. Uh, I don't know. That's the clown from um. That game, Payday, right? I, I don't think so. Sure. I think those are clown masks, not paint. Oh well, that's a problem. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It says it's what's really, your game? It's Some, really creeping me out. Somebody got that wrong. Uh, yeah. I mean, they put as much design in the box <laughs> as they did the card. And also, to be fair. Look at those sweet angles. They didn't leak the price of this, right? Yeah, they no. kind of angled the, the end of it a little bit to make it. This could very well be six ninety nine too. Right. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> you just don't know. God, I hope not. You just don't know. That'll be horrible. Well, well, we'll find out. You, that's what you get. We'll know soon enough. Uh, indeed. I so, expect to see one just like this from MSI. Only that big blank space on the left side will have like the MSI sticker on it. Yeah. It's just begging for a sticker. As and you'll see one from MSI, and you'll see one from uh, Zotac, and there'll be a few others. All right, so that's our GTX 1080 talk. Uh, <laughs> we will have more... Nope. 
We're not going to talk That's about it. it. We'll never talk about it again. Nope. I don't know if I'm supposed I don't think I'm supposed to say when the NDA is. That's not like a. Did they announce league. availability of the cards? They announced the availability 27th. of the 27th. Okay. The NDA yeah. is not the 27th. I'll go ahead and say that. And actually, actually, I'll just say it because screw it. Um, there are a bunch of people in our preview video where they talk. They like. There's tons of comments that list the NDA. Oh, somebody already. Some knows other it? YouTuber. Some YouTuber oh, yeah. leaked it out. Apparently, I know. So it's May 17th. So it'll be next okay. Tuesday. So on next week's podcast, we'll have the full review out. Um, and uh, that's, that's what Alan and I have been thinking, working on all day. Thinking YouTubers. I know. Ruining it for everybody. Oh, wait. Is our video on YouTube? <clears throat> yeah, but Dang we're it. not YouTubers. Trust oh, us. Okay. We're, not, we're not in that clip. <laughs> it's all right. That's fine. That's fine. So let's get into some other stuff that, that happened, I guess. Wait, no, wait. Is this our, uh, oh. is this our break period, Ken? What? Oh, yeah, ad break. Yeah. We need a, a quick nap. Okay, everybody. Take a nap. Time to talk about today's podcast sponsor. Speaking that's of right. naps. Speaking of naps, yeah. who brought up naps? That's so that's so coincidental. Uh, this Isn't episode it? of Peace Perspective is brought to you by Casper. All right, our good friends at Casper. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. Uh, they are revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing the savings directly onto the consumer. The benefits of Casper include it's an obsessively engineered mattress at a very fair price. I would like to know what an obsessively, uh, obsessively? engineered thing is. Okay. Um, it's a Founders Edition. Because it, <laughs> it's a Founders Edition mattress at the uh, same price, but it, but they don't they don't upcharge you for it. If anything, they're giving you a discount because they're cutting out uh, a bunch of the middlemen. They combine two technologies: springy latex foam and supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. It's a breathable design, sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature throughout the night. I will say I have one of these mattresses, and it's not um, a lot of the uh, like original. Like Tempur-Pedic style memory foam stuff. Yeah, it doesn't do. They that. complained about just kind of like a smothering effect from it. This does not. This does not have that effect for me. Uh, I got my mattress tried. It's it is it is very comfortable. You can buy it easily online. It ships to you. It's completely risk free. Uh, you can actually um, try it out for a hundred days. You can. Uh, they offer free delivery and painless returns within a one hundred day period, so you don't have to lie down on a showroom. And did you know, statistically speaking. This is their statistics. <laughs> Lying on a bed in a showroom has no correlation to whether or not it is the right bed I for you. I can back that up. I know you I, say that every time. I, so. went, I went to Ikea last night, and I laid on a bunch of beds. And you can't tell Jack. No, you can't tell the difference. Yeah, you can't. Especially with their awful mattresses at Ikea. Yeah, they're, they're probably horrible. Not, they're probably not Let's good. just get Casper. Casper mattresses are made in the USA. You get free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. You can get uh, a Casper mattress for $500 for a twin or $950 for a king. Comparing this to industry averages, that is an outstanding Price point. And you can save an additional $50, Ken, towards a mattress Ooh. purchase by going to casper.com slash PCPer and entering the promo code PCPer. That's casper.com slash PCPer, promo code PCPer. Terms and conditions do apply, but we thank Casper for their support of this week's PC Perspective podcast. See, I'm getting ready to move, so I can just take my current mattress, burn it in the streets, move, and then have Casper deliver one to me in a box. You could. Just cut it open. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a great and idea I, to me. I Just no don't burn that, that one when you move again. <laughs> see, no problem. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, now we'll get on to uh, the news items, including Microsoft updating Windows 10 UWP platform to support unlocked frame rates and G-Sync FreeSync. Um, if you guys, Finally. If you guys remember back to March, yeah. Phil Spencer talked at, who was head of Xbox at Microsoft, uh, talked at the, uh, was it the Build? Build con- conference? Build I think so, yeah. Build conference. Yeah. Uh, and said, hey, look, 
We know there's some complaints about UWP games on mm-hmm. PC. We're going to try to address them. And he said uh, they plan to open up – this is a quote – plan to open up VSync, FreeSync, and G-Sync in May. Uh, it's May. It turns out that they – not only did they hit it in May, they did it in like early May. Yeah. Right? So uh, Microsoft pushed out a Windows update this week that updated the UWP platform – to enable unlocked frame rates mm-hmm. and variable refresh technologies like G-Sync and FreeSync in games. Now, but... the games have to be updated yeah. themselves. It's yep. the, the, the UWP platform doesn't automatically enable that stuff. You have to uh, update it in, in the game. They just added the ability to do Correct. it. Yeah. Uh, as a direct response to your feedback, we're excited to announce the release today of new updates to Windows 10 that make gaming even better for game developers and gamers. Uh, support for AMD FreeSync, NVIDIA G-Sync, unlocked frame rates... Um, and we actually, I think it's today. Can you tell me? Gears of War updated today. Gears of War updated to support mm-hmm. unlocked frame rates. And I don't, should, I don't know about be, the variable refresh I stuff. It should I don't be too imagine. hard to implement. Like, it shouldn't. It, it's it's just probably just a couple no. of system Here's calls they make now. Yeah. yeah. Here's what's interesting to me. So, like, they, they sent that this email out, and they had, like, a QA in it. And there was a question about, like, an unlock, what is an unlocked frame rate or what does it mean? Yeah. And Microsoft's answer, answer was vSync refers to the ability of an application to synchronize game rendering frames with the refresh rate of the monitor. Mm-hmm. When you use gaming, when you use a game menu to, quote, disable vSync, you instruct applications to render frames out of sync with the monitor to refresh. Being able to render out of sync with the monitor allows the game to render as fast as the graphics card is capable in unlocked frame rate. But this also means that tearing will occur. Tearing occurs when part of two different frames are on the screen at the same time. Yep. Um, now, at the time, they didn't really have any specification there about whether or not you would actually see screen tearing on the UWP games because it was interesting to me because I assumed you would not see screen tearing okay. because UWP does not ever go into an exclusive full screen. You are still in a borderless full mm-hmm. screen mm-hmm. mode, right? So you're basically in a window that expands to every edge. Sure. But you, so you can still alt-tab around it. You know, you can still yep. move things, you know. It's actually really nice. Uh, but even with, you know, NVIDIA and AMD and, like, the games that have done borderless uh, full-screen mode up till before UW, UWP, Unified Windows Platform, um, you never could disable vSync. Uh, you would you, – yeah. you'd always have a vSync thing. You would because, never see screen because, because that Windows desktop environment is always vSync. Correct. Is, is, which is Yeah, why. like, the, the, yeah. the Windows – the driver, Microsoft Windows the, Manager the, the Windows, that's going on the background, um, yeah. never, you, you know, doesn't want to show tearing, so it would always right. do it that way. otherwise you'd be dragging a, a window across the screen, and it would tear. But I, I emailed Microsoft bad. about it, and they clarified to me that screen tearing will be able to occur in UWP games on Windows 10 after the integrated support okay. for today's patch. So somehow They say will be able, so I don't know if it's something where the developer still gets the yeah, option yeah. to yeah. do it that way. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. So what, basically what they're doing is they're just letting that environment tear if a game is full screen. So they're not vSyncing anymore, right? Like, I would imagine that they would have to do something to... The games will be patched to simulate screen tearing. <laughs> yeah, it'll just on draw. On your frame lock monitor. It's actually running vSync, but it's yeah, just... Yeah, it's running it's just, vSync to just, just throw inserts, in some tearing yeah, and some other aberrations. some tears for you. Look, this is what you wanted, right? Yeah, you wanted tears, Jeez. right? Here you go. So now you get the VSync latency and Damn, tears. PC and they put a CRT races. filter over it for some reason. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Trinitron. What's, this, what's this Trinitron master. button? Apparently my image didn't upload correctly. Huh. I should probably fix that picture. Oh, wait, no. Uh, so, that, I mean, that's, that's good news. Um, they're still talk, they still plan to enable other overlay support. 
they still plan to enable um, modding. Modding, yeah, to it. Uh, and the only thing, the only tip we had was at the end of their press release, they say that we should quote expect to see, <clears throat> excuse me, expect to see some exciting developments on multiple GPUs in DirectX 12 in the near future. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Anybody comments on any of the any of this stuff? I mean, is that there's still the debate of why would you ever buy a game on UWP unless it's the only way to buy the game, which Gears of War is, Quantum Break is. Forza is slash will be. Is that only UWP? Yeah. Yeah. It will it's, be. It's yeah. an Xbox right now. One game, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I think what they would love is for developers to come up with an Xbox version of it that runs on PC. So they only develop one. They use their yeah. platform. Yeah. And in this... magical world of theirs everybody uses a surface tablet and a windows 10 pc and an (laughs) xbox and all the games a version of them will run on every platform right yeah i can't see how that won't work what no more windows phone though even they don't believe in windows phone um yeah no not anymore so doom is coming out on friday Uh uh-huh the new doom i I actually had no idea i saw it for uh pre-order I'm, I'm I'm excited to play it. Uh, it looks pretty cool, and some of the demos I've seen, it plays very fast. Yeah, like it it is. Yeah, it I, is. I, I played in one of the multiplayer closed oh, alphas. You? Yeah, yeah. It, it was fun. It was. Is it like definitely Quake fast Three fast? It's a little slower. It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know. It's like UT fast, maybe like UT two thousand four okay. fast. Okay, not quite. I mean, that's and that's, that's, that's but so it's um. It's coming out on Friday, uh, Jeremy. What did uh, what what did they talk about this week? There were a couple of interesting news bits that came out with Doom this week. Oh, the the Vulcan nerve patch. Yeah, Vulcan neck pinch. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. That well, it, it won't be at launch, but very soon after launch, which with these guys probably means within a couple of weeks at the outside. Sure. It will work with uh, the Vulcan API, which is kind of neat and they've shown proof of concept uh scott just uploaded a new video uh earlier today that shows significantly more than the original one did and it's gonna work relatively nice which is pretty cool i because if you watch some of this footage Vulcan is dead and will never exist this is this is this almost looks like it's being accelerated in speed to me um but they swear that it's not like it's it's UT a fast. it's fast moving for sure. Um, the running is fast. Like yeah, the running here. is fast. The jumping is fast. Although maybe that guy's just he's holding. C- he's clearly using a mouse and keyboard. Maybe he's yeah. just holding down shift. Maybe, or but either way, around. like, I mean, how else do you play? You always sprint. Every yeah, yeah, I guess with a knife. Um, but w- with scissors. <laughs> and that's also going to make it very easy for you guys to benchmark, right? Yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> so uh, it's cool that since they're going to have uh, apparently they're doing. OpenGL and then Vulkan. I don't think yeah. there's. I think I don't think there's a DirectX version of this. I don't. I don't no. know the answer to that. Well, it runs on Xbox One, so somewhere there. Yeah. Is, okay. Yeah, so it may support all three. Um, so they actually okay, showed that. DX12 though. They showed that at the yeah, uh, Nvidia demo or at the Nvidia event. Apparently, it running on Vulkan for the first time. Yeah, they said it was running at 1080p max, 200 frames per second. Up to 200 frames per second. Because uh, yeah. when, when I I thought when I saw it, well. Let me, I could verify this. It got up to like 140, 150 in okay. the demo at Editor's Day. Mm, I really don't. 
I really didn't think they talked about. But they did saying two hundred. But they talked about they found a yeah, bug ah. at two hundred frames per second, where like <laughs> other timing started to be wrong at that oh. point. Once you start rendering it's at two hundred frames too per fast. second, yeah. You know, like if you've ever played Skyrim, where you turn off um, uh, frame cap. Yeah, if you, uh, turn off frame cap. Yeah. And you render over 100 frames per second. Right. The physics Sometimes don't work. horses just float off the ground because, like, the physics oh, yeah. engine is oh, tied the- into some of this stuff. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Yeah. it's It makes benchmarking kind of fun because this horse will be doing stuff faster up. than the time period that it thought the physics was based yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's pretty interesting. I, I'm excited to play it. Like, I, I have not played any of the early access stuff, alphas, betas, whatever you call them, uh, but it is out on Friday the 13th, of course. Um, yeah, dun, get dun, it. Dun. and uh, we're, I'm trying to see if I can put it in like the benchmark suite for the GTX 1080, but it may be a little bit late uh, in, on arrival. We'll see how that goes. So, Doom, everybody, Doom. Uh, let's talk about more leaks. Okay, the GTX 1080 doesn't have to leak anymore. Well, actually, I'm sure there will be leaks between it's... now and and stuff on, on its on of its course. benchmarks. But uh, Cabby Lake. Benchmarks apparently have leaked out. Uh, Cabby Lake being the successor to Skylake. Is that is it? Oh, so it's not like Skylake E it's or whatever. Apparently, going to be called the Core i seven seventy seven hundred K. Okay. It's not very shocking. It's yeah. It's sure. not. It's not. It's not a surprise really. Um, Cabby Lake is apparently it's a quad core processor that runs at 3.6 gigahertz, 4.2 gigahertz turbo, 8 megs of L3 cache, has 24 compute units on its GPU portion. Um, so is this a ticker, a talker, a this is whatever an in-between. the third thing is? Well, this, this don't is, exist this anymore. anymore. <laughs> this, this is the this is the in between. This it's, is it's the, a waltz now. It's not. Yeah, a, it's yeah. a sidestep where we're not changing our process tech, we're not changing our architecture. We're just going to tweak a little bit of stuff here and there, okay. and boom. So maybe a little less power use, and maybe a little faster clock. What? Mate, so okay, maybe ten percent performance increase. Probably I don't not even, even think it'll that be 10%. Probably not even ten percent. No. Yeah, no, like the five. numbers look more like five percent. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then Boy. It's the exact same GPU, seemingly, it looks like the 530 from the 24 EUs. So, very, what is this, like 100 megahertz faster to 300 megahertz faster with you, turbo? You have to figure they're going to change enough for it to be a sellable thing. Like, uh, Well, you know how they make it sellable? They call Stop it the Core i7 7700. Okay, and, and then it comes out with hey, a new buy this. set launch. And then it just yeah, but the chipset should be backwards compatible. It will be. It will the be. socket I won't change. Think so. And I don't know what they'd really add on the chipset. Uh, more USB 3.0. No, <laughs> USB 3.1. More cowbell. Yes. And more LEDs. More apparently. lanes. Maybe there'll be more PCIe lanes. Probably not. Uh. <laughs> No, there's not. I mean, it'll, I mean, I don't know this. I don't know anything oh, yeah, about it. Says, on the uh, side of it, it'll glow. The chipset is said to include up to 24 PCI Express 3.0 lanes, up from 20. Oh yeah, there was that. Oh, okay. so you can do another M.2. The company will also offer a newer yeah. 200 series chipset built on an LGA 1151 with a few more I/O side improvements. So there, you might see some slight, you know, improvement in like Wait, number right. of USB 3.0 Scott, native ports. Scott points out here that the 6700K. Had a base clock of four gigahertz, right? I have no idea. Uh, 
This one has a base clock of 3.6. You know what? You are right. It was only 4 to 4.2 with the 6700K, wasn't it? It was very narrow. I believe they're going the wrong direction. (laughs) Oh, no. This is where your power savings are coming from. Oh, yeah. You're going to spend a lot of time going a bit slower. We're saving you plenty of power over the previous generation. We'll just dial down this this clock. That's pretty bad. The 6700K is just a 4 to 4.2. Right. So what's the this is 3.6 to what? This was three six to four two. <laughs> well, at least you know the what? high number this, is still the same. This may just be a bin sixty seven hundred k. No, it's a I mean, poorly it's, bin sixty seven hundred k. It's the reject. It's negatively it's been bin far. for better power efficiency. So that's by running at lower bin for better profit. So that's what the second yes. talk is. They're just like, see these these warehouse full of old crap chips we couldn't sell. It's we'll not a, it's not these. TikTok anymore. It's a kaching kaching. Yeah, TikTok yes, kaching kaching. Uh, side note before we get to our next news story, Scott did post on uh, PCPro.com this bit here about NVIDIA limiting GTX 1080 SLI to two cards. This is according to an EVGA support post on their own forums. And then while those bridges so work... Hopefully, for- hopefully, Scott, you have screenshotted that on the forums in so, case they take it down. So at the end, there, what Scott was talking about, like, does that mean like for a DX11 game on a pair of 1080s and SLI with this bridge, like, would that not work, maybe? Wait, say again. What? Would a DX11 game, because it's using the other kind of communication method. It's using SLI. It's the same communication yeah. method. No, you, you won't need the oh. DX12. The driver's uh, handling it, not the API. Well. So. Mm. Okay. Alan, uh, D- DX11 uses Crossfire, and uh, DX12 uses SLI. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that so that's the difference. Okay. The, the, the DX12 multi-GPU stuff is very complicated but there are still there is still a way for a dx12 game to use implicit sli implicit multi-gpu which is where the driver handles it no i was just talking like if this new method maybe was exclusive for dx12 stuff or something and like dx it's not no it's not okay it's not no sir um so for all of you that bought your radeon pro duos okay i've got good news i can help you spend more money on your GPU solution. Oh, you mean you can fit even more in your system? Sebastian, tell me about the next investment for the Radeon Pro Duo user. Well, one of the annoying things about the Pro Duo is that it takes up way too much space in your case. You've got two GPUs, but it's taking up two expansion slots. Oh, so the worst. I know, I know. So if you wanted to put four of these in your system, you have to get one of those extended ATX boards, and there's a few of them out there, of course, that'll run four GPUs easily. Huge case. What if I told you there was a way mm-hmm. to run a dual GPU card with only one slot? Mm-hmm. So, EKWB has a full coverage water block. No surprise. They usually come up with one for every high-end GPU. But this one looks really cool. It comes in a couple different finishes. Um, they nicely have filled theirs with red coolant for these pictures. It's actually just like a clear... Oh, that's not the actual color of the... No, uh, I thought it was too at first, and I looked like, oh, there's bubbles in there, and the uh, product page shows just like a clear card cover. Liars! Yeah, it comes with a single-slot bracket so that you can create a single-slot version of this and run many, many of them in your system. Many, many? Yeah, you can do like seven gamers, one CPU. <laughs> except it'll be you know except each card will have two GPUs on it. Think about this: it's fourteen two, GPUs it's, in there. Yeah, 
it's really two nanos, but now you can run two nanos with a single slot, yeah, whereas the nano still requires two. The you nano is a hog. It's a space a hog. Uh, guys, I don't want to do you, any of these things you're saying. You can get a water box with a nano. EK sells but, one. But do they sell a single slot adapter for it? Uh, I think uh, yeah. it uses the same backplane. Oh, okay, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I, I was trying. What kills me though is <laughs> what kills me though is you. you would, worth it. You would probably just have a single Radeon Pro Duo in a given machine, and you really don't need the slot right next to it that badly because on most motherboards that slot is like a buy one if you even have a slot there. <laughs> oh, 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 but there are buy one video cards now. So uh, Alan, yeah, you can yeah. put a video card in your buy one. That's to true. Use it's important your to use the term processor. video card, not graphics card. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you're pretty much just getting some extra video out at that point. Does Windows 10 support concurrent competing GPUs? Can I have NVIDIA and yeah. AMD together? Yeah, you can yeah. do that on Windows 7. Yep. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Good. worked for a while. I mean, don't. Yeah, not I recommended. But you but... could. Actually, I know quite a few developers that do that. They, they'll put an AMD card and an NVIDIA card, change like when they're doing their development and their trouble in their, you know, yeah, their they swap their display checks, to the other card. Right? They, they, well, they just... Yeah. Swap, which is the primary, and they probably have so two that, monitors. Or so that uh, GTX yeah. 710, the buy one card we talked about a couple weeks ago, Yeah, yep. you could use one of those in every buy one or buy four slot and then have one of these pro duos in every buy 16 slot. Sweet. Or you just chop off the back of the buy one slot and shove a pro duo in there. Yeah. <clears throat> you could do that. Hmm. Electrically, it sound. It would work perfectly. <laughs> yeah, that might need to buy four at least or something. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, our final news piece for this evening is Asus announcing an ROG Strix X99 gaming motherboard. Uh, X, new X99 boards, I think you'll see uh, in the next few weeks, several of these being announced uh, refreshes in time. Yeah, every, with, every vendor will have one. So this yes. is an X99 again? It's X99 yes. again. But what's the V3? Uh, it is new. Is it architected differently or something? No, it's, it's V3. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the socket's a little different. No. It's the exact well, the same. Was it's the same. You just got a different with. number after the V. It's, oh. it's the same. So these are motherboards built out for Broadwell E. Okay. So basically, yeah, the, the firmware already supports it, but you can get uh, BIOS updates to but if allow I, just about any X99 to support. Look, but isn't there already a Strix X99 motherboard out right now? No, it's not a Strix no, this motherboard. This is the first Strix motherboard, oh, period. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yep. So if you have X99 already... In theory, you should be able to get a BIOS update, firmware update that will support Broadwell E. Okay. Yeah. They don't, don't, they don't do the double chipset thing on the same socket with the enthusiasts. The, but they're basically... Okay. All the vendors are going to offer up new boards in, in hopes that People who are buying Broadwell E will need it. Will maybe need a motherboard for it, and, and these so new motherboards a, a little bit more exciting, one. slightly. And, and, and motherboards have changed a lot since X99 launched. True, with USB three and Type C and Thunderbolt yeah. three, and there's there's a lot of different I/O now. Uh, Sebastian, yeah. would you please tell me what the most important feature about this motherboard is? As you can clearly see, if you're looking at the website and scroll down, uh-huh. RGB lighting. Uh-huh. Look at the PCI Express connectors. Wait. Each each one of those latches for the PCI Express slots uh-huh. has an has a light on it. So they're like so they're like tra- they're like just transparent clear or something, and they yeah. just yeah. light up the. Yeah. Just oh. because you can Think fit a surface it. mount LED doesn't mean you need to put a surface mount I LED. Think yeah. You should put more of them. Although I am confused on this last example where they have yellow up top and then purple down here. That's like uh, I think kinda... it's, it's customizable lighting. I'm though. confused no, as is. to why slot two doesn't have one because it won't support graphics. 
But it doesn't match now. That's this is how you know where to put your three GPUs. But are yeah, they it always blinks. On? It tells you you yeah. put next GPU but here. Right. And it blinks at you. Yeah. Does but it really? GPU, glowing, that's when no, you plug just, it in. It could. It could. But, but could the GPU that. covers the the latch. Still, no, not if you're using a single right? slot. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, you and your. <laughs> if you have a single slot, slot uh, Radeon Pro Duo water cooler, put True. nano in there. And then I would have the blinking red indicator to say, "Here's where to put your next Pro Duo card." Yeah, yeah. I think this is cool. You guys are making fun of it, but I, I, also, it I, I want one of these to put in a certain desk PC build that Ooh, I am working yeah, on right that's now. True. Yeah, that's true. Think yeah. about how cool this would look underneath tempered glass. I would. Yeah. I need to see how bright these lights are going to be here. You can see what it looks Hopefully like. Hopefully, extra not bright. You should be able to adjust. The brightness, I would imagine. Sure, it, it, I'm talking about the maximum brightness. What is oh. the maximum brightness out of it? Like, I want to know how bright can it get. Sure, because you want to. You want to light the room. Needs to be like bright, bright. And stuff. You want to. You want to light switch rave. It <laughs> also. It also has the header for RGB strips that they've been doing. On oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, so you can have yep. the whole thing. It's got M.2 on it. I see. Will it blink in? Along with like songs on my music match jukebox. You can mm-hmm. probably script that. No, it looks that was like, an Asus. That was someone else. Looks like the top PCIe slot has uh, some that extra strengthening reinforcement. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just, it does. But just it has that the one. reinforced PCI slot. Two dot two by two dual band uh, MU MIMO. Wi-Fi. Crazy storage support too. It's got SAT Express M2 and U2 Thunderbolt three. Thunderbolt three. Thunderbolt three. Yep. It has their Supreme FX audio, so it has their highest end audio. It's got U dot two for that one SSD. Yeah, that's what that Intel one, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. That really fast Intel drive. <laughs> so you, so and sh- and Primo CMOS battery placement. Because, I want you because to you, <laughs> because now with the 1080, except you if you have SLI, because that's where the second. Because now with the 1080 coming out, that you can only do two-way SLI with, you really, really need those extra PCIe slots for other things. So you need to use U.2 for your storage. That does make an interesting proposition for like what Broadwell E. <laughs> And like, uh, well, why do you need all those lanes? So assuming they do the twenty-eight lane versus forty lane thing again, yeah. I didn't nod. You pretty much never need the forty <laughs> lane ever again. I wasn't asking; I was assuming. Oh, okay, gotcha. I tend to do that. You're yep. pretty, you're pretty, why would you? Yeah, yeah. twenty-eight yeah. lanes yeah. probably enough. Interesting. For, well, so sixteen by sixteen is still thirty-two. But if you're doing true. eight-eight, yeah, I mean, just 16, do you could do eight-eight yeah. in an SSD. And that would still leave twelve lanes for other stuff for three-way and yeah. yeah. two raid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that would be off the chipset. That's DMI. Well, not not on this chipset. It wouldn't be. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but on that one, it wouldn't be bootable. So you wouldn't bother doing. You it can't anymore. boot uh, X ninety nine triple M two on X ninety nine. I've got to I've got to read our Patreon updates here. Oh, uh, we've good got lord! Uh oh. <clears throat> an official. This is quote an official comment on Jensen and Tom just edited their pledge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's right. I thought you weren't going to do that. I promised to give WizPig64 GTX 1080 just edited their pledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, thank you. Went up from 5 to 555. But you can't have that An one. An official Sorry, comment man. on Jensen and Tom edited from 50 to $51, by the way. Oh, okay. So that's, that's good. Uh, get Josh on the phone to say 399 right now is a new pledge for 399 <laughs> 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 So... I, I, I appreciate that. For $399, we will do just that. I would have. I, yeah, I would have interrupted whatever dinner he was eating. Whatever. He's, it's 917. He shouldn't still be eating dinner. Josh, uh, say 399. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. He doesn't own a cell phone, though, so. Yeah. Ugh. 
<laughs> yeah, he does. That's not true. I thought he had some old LG phone or something. Come uh, on, he's got, he's no. got, I think he carries two smartphones with him now. Yeah, I think he's, he's got like people. a G3 and that's it. When did he turn into one of those? Work somebody gave him, a, they gave him a work phone. Oh. All right, let's get into our hardware software picks of the week, everybody. I think I have the most exciting one, and I've been really... So exciting. Really, I think this is the most useful of all the For those I've days where we run out of beers. survived. What's that? Did the pants survive of the accident that you needed to buy these? <laughs> oh, no, you don't use these for that. No. That would be awful. Real men do. <laughs> <laughs> While so, they're wearing the pants. So these are uh, isopropyl alcohol rubbing wipes. Yes. Or I guess you don't need to have hey, I think wipes. he's calling to say oh, hang on, guys. <laughs> hang on, everybody. Hold on, hold on. Yes, Josh? Hey, Ryan. Hey, what's up? Uh, hold on. Okay, now you're, now you're on speaker. Go ahead. $3.99! Alan, thank you, Josh. You're going to have to edit that and put that as the cold open. Remember this. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> so there you go, guys. This is, this is how we produce for this show. Yeah. We produce for this show. Uh, so isopropyl rubbing uh, alcohol. <laughs> was he listening to the? Yeah, he was listening. I could hear us in the background. <laughs> oh, so. He heard oh. caller. Turn down your radio. Up. Caller, please turn down your radio. In the uh, they actually list this as a uh, for rubbing and massaging. <laughs> what? So I, no, I want to. This is an interesting question. Josh is going to call back and keep I, yeah, talking like this. So isopropyl rubbing alcohol. In the bottle. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. rubbing. It's rubbing alcohol. It's not and it's it's alcohol for, for rubbing. No, like people used it like you uh, for sore muscles. You put rubbing alcohol and rubbed it on muscles. This is right. Really? Jeremy, right? Yeah. I like. I think I it was something that. I didn't want to blow the eight, whatever it costs for rub A535, which is mostly this. You used isopropyl alcohol or rubbing I, alcohol. I always, I always thought was it was for rubbing. meant to like rub things no, off of things. I, yeah. It was, it was. Ask a nurse. I think it was rid of bed sores. Guess what? I think it was before my time. It was before my that time. That it was yeah. a, a like a thing that happened. But, okay. But I mean, it clearly says rubbing and massaging, and like you could, I can say it's like rubbing. It's like rub to clean, but massaging you don't. Do I don't know if you would want to scrub somebody down with one of those wipes though, because it would kind of start. That's abrasive. The wipe? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty soft. Okay. I mean, they're all right. So we keep these here at the office to clean up uh, thermal paste or anytime we basically have any kind of. Spill of Accident. stuff. I mean, or any so, other man. kind of rubbing needs. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Or massaging needs. Uh, these are around. And, like, they're relatively cheap. Uh, what is this? Six. So you get 240 of them for 21 bucks. Can you subscribe and save? Um, I'm going to go with no. No. You can also can get you the Your Wipes the alcohol-free moist towelettes. But, uh, like, if you deal with computers a lot, if you ever, like, I use them to clean off... Uh, like fingerprints off Prisms. some surfaces and stuff before yep. we do that, you know, you know. But why you gotta, only? Why only seventy percent before before installing a screen protector on something? I think once you go over seventy percent, it has to be regulated or something like that. Really? No. I buy like ninety, ninety-two percent. Oh, you can just buy that. You, you can buy ninety-one percent. I mean, or you can just leave it open on your desk, and everyone's gonna go. Smell. <laughs> That's true. You can huff it if you want. Is that why all our markers are dried out? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is there alcohol in markers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I also the, have a gallon of gasoline. I keep under my. I like, the, I like the grape ones. <laughs> I like the grape ones. Uh, all right. Who's next? Jeremy. Oh me. Yep. So almost a year ago, uh, the Canadian government went to the three providers we have up here, which is 
used a whole bunch of tax dollars to lay a bunch of fiber and then just sort of let it sit there. That they had to get off their asses and start selling this stuff to anyone who actually wanted it at wholesale prices to be competitive. And they were ignored. They were they were utterly and completely ignored until about two months later when all of a sudden the government said, you know, we're, we're, we're actually going to start suing you for this. Oh. So Bell immediately said, oh, well, we're just going to claim that it's unconstitutional and it will uh, it, it will get rid of in- innovation because there might be competition. And oh, so no. finally today, Canadians may actually freaking be able to get fiber for less than a couple of grand a month. Because these arseholes have been holding on to it. It's sitting there. It's already laid. There's no investment needed. It's not going to wear out because the light's going through it. We're actually going to maybe see some competition up here with uh, providers coming in and being able to buy it at wholesale prices from the three major providers. Yeah. And then turn around and sell it to us at less than the three arseholes that run the damn country and choose whatever the hell price they want to. It's not going to be brilliant. But it should be faster and a little bit cheaper. And I hope you guys get that sometime too. Oh, thanks. Especially Josh. Especially yeah. Sebastian, who's using LTE right now. Correct. <laughs> it's worked out pretty yeah, well. Yeah, it's holding up remarkably, though. Yeah. It, it's better than usual. What would you like me to click? Stop. What would you like me to click? I'm almost there. Okay. All right. Uh, Alan, what was your pick? <laughs> so, YouTube. uh,. This used to be an iTunes podcast, video podcast on iTunes. Okay. Like 10 years ago or something, okay. right? Did it uh, start as a YouTube podcast? No, because it, they they didn't upload those videos to YouTube until like so what did three it start years as? later. A podcast? It was a video podcast on iTunes. Okay. Yep. I was going to make sure because you cannot start a podcast on YouTube. I'm just putting that out there. That's, that's my point. Like it started there. You continue one. And then you can't start so this thing, this thing is called Play Value. It was like there was some net pod, like podcasting network that you know would try to have. They had like a few different channels or whatever, right? right? right. Before it was YouTube channels, yeah, right. Um, and these were actually pretty cool. So they have like a bunch of different episodes, and they're talking about it's all like retro gaming stuff. It's like uh, how Nintendo started, how different fights for like how Miss Pac-Man was actually daughter cards made by a couple of MIT grads to modify Pac-Man machines. Sure. You know, that kind of thing, right? And, like, all, all the backstory and everything. And it's done pretty well, and they have, like, you know, people that are, um, you know, it's just produced well. They have, it's kind of like an interview-style format or, yeah. like, you know, people just, like, talking about the stuff, right? Um, and uh, it's stuff that isn't going to change, so it's not like it's outdated, really. It's They're talking about history in the first place, right? So it's, I don't know, it's like... So 20, the fact this video I'm looking at uploaded April 4th, 2011 doesn't really affect... Right, so that company that did, did all that stuff went under and they actually removed mm. their iTunes. Like you couldn't download them off of the iTunes thing anymore. Right. I think they're still, I think they still listed if you looked them up on iTunes, but you just can't download downloads, the episodes. Downloads the, cost money. The server's gone. Right. Um, but as, as they were going under, I think they just pushed all those videos up to YouTube because they're actually higher resolution on the YouTube channel than they were in the iTunes downloads. Okay. So, not good on them for making them still available yeah. after the fact, right? So what, where do we find this at, by the way? Uh, it, well, I linked it in the show notes, but it's it's if you just look up Play Value, uh, all one word on YouTube, it's just it has its own channel just called Play Value. Um, uh, how about it's uh, 
Is it not a simple URL? Yeah, I don't think it's a simple I URL. I thought it was. I just thought I just YouTube.com slash user slash play value. Okay. So, so it is that, that it is that simple. Um but yeah, they're they're worth uh they're worth seeing and I think because of the way that they kinda went under and then put the stuff on YouTube and they just put it all up as a batch. So like they, sure. they didn't get really subscribers or you know what I mean? It yeah. didn't go out the normal way. Right. So now it just kinda got like an archive just got dumped onto YouTube, so then you know, so it didn't necessarily here, get popular. Here, Google, pay for this hosting. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. it didn't necessarily, necessarily get popular or, or followed by anybody. <laughs> um, but the content is still very good, and it's still definitely worth uh, going through those. All right. Yeah. Cool. And uh, Sebastian, what do you got for us, buddy? Well, I was going to say go to Woot because they had a brand new 32 gigabyte uh, Nexus 5 for $149 today, but it's sold out. But I am using my Nexus 5 right now mm. to connect to you guys because Charter sucks. <laughs> and I had to tether to my T-Mobile LTE to make this phone call happen. So my pick of the week is how easy it is to tether using a Nexus if you're on stack, stock Android. I think your yep. image quality looks and, better. And your video still looks better than Josh's. Yep. Well, with LTE, the sad thing is I get 40 megabit down and about 20 up. And with Charter, I'm limited to, I think, 3 megabits up. Awesome. So video is always going to look better. I'm just going to start tethering. What's your data cap? You know, yeah. It's like I have like 8 gigs of like, you, you know, should, that you pool, should. the bonus data pool, plus like 6 gigs per line, I think. So. Oh, okay. You should check your usage you after this check call. check it, though. Yeah. I've been getting usage Quick, warnings let's... this entire call. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to switch uh, you to the 1440p. Sorry. <sighs> yep. I like my 4K upload. Yeah. <laughs> the new Skype 4K. It is important that we point out that GTX 1080 can render at resolutions higher than 1080p. Yes. And mm. the 1070. More than mm, no, that's the that's the um, GTX twenty one sixty. Yes, twenty one sixty coming out. That's next gen GTX twenty one sixty. Well, if that's what they ah. called the nine eighty or the ten ATI. It's the twenty one sixty. They'd really back themselves into a corner there. Yeah, they kind we of. We guarantee the will play at ultra settings. Too long from GTX ten eighty four K. I mean, we saw it coming. It's not like it's not like they just pulled this number out of the thin air. It's like it was nine eighty. It was if there was a progression. Yeah, I, I honestly thought they weren't going to do the yeah. thousand series. Well, I, I was wrong. All right, that's the end of our show. Do I look? By the way, no, do I look tanned? Anybody? Do I? No. Do I look like you look, very, you look pale? You didn't even get red. Wait, that's, wait, hold on a minute. I got something for this. Hold Maybe on. you were red then. <sighs> oh God! You're so tan. Yeah. Do I look tan now, <laughs> no, or do I look yes. less tan no. because we made it tanner behind me? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. PCPro.com/slash/podcast is URL. You can find all the previous episodes. Uh, if you want to listen to almost all of the 399 that are uh, recorded up to now, you can do that. Pretty close, if you should so desire to do so. You got a long drive. Yeah. Something. Approximately 399 hours. Of driving, way more than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're usually about it's, an hour and a half, if yeah, not a little more. This, like this was a little bit lower, but whatever. I, I'd call the mean an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, PCPro.com/live obviously is where we do our live events. We record our show live, uh, and if you need to uh, subscribe to our mailing list so you are reminded of our events, you can go to PCPro.com/slash/subscribe for that. Uh, with that, make sure you tune in. Uh, actually, make sure you subscribe because next week we'll remind you about our podcast, our live streams, and we're going to talk about the GTX 1080 and 107. No, just the 1080. Just 1080. Uh, benchmarks, power, review, th- 
things that you should see in a technical analysis of a, of a graphics card. So, flammability. Uh, we're, we're trying yeah, for exactly. we're trying for VR benchmarks in a in a way. Right. Okay. I guess we're going to do that in, in a way. Uh, so uh, make sure you tune back. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Ryan Stroud. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Alan Malmontano. Reporting on location for JoshTech.com, I'm Sebastian Peake. What location? The remote location. I don't think you should ever report from a location that Josh Tech wants you to be at.